Welcome to Tiger Talk, the podcast for Mercy High School in Middletown, Connecticut, where we talk about everything Mercy, including students, faculty and staff, alumni, and leaders in our community. Learn more about Mercy High School at our website, mercyhigh.com. and welcome to our latest episode of the Tiger Talk podcast, where we talk about everything related to Mercy High School in Middletown. My name is Alyssa Dijon, and I'm the president. And I am here with alumni from the classes of 2015 and 2017 who are making it big in the country music world. Presley and Taylor, welcome to Tiger Talk. Thank you for having having us. us. We're so happy to be talking to you today. This is so wonderful. And we are actually taping our podcast from Mercy's Music Recording Studio. So I hope you are enjoying kind of being back at school and being in our kind of newly refurbished uh, music room and, and recording studio. We love it. It's so cool. We haven't been here and it's probably been about four years. And it's just like crazy to think like how much things have changed, you know, over the time. But, but it's, all the, still, it's still so, so familiar. Same. Yeah. yeah. Like, it was like the drive-in today. Anywhere. It was felt like I was going to school. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> it, it was, it's great. We're so happy to be here today. That's fantastic. And I mean, Presley and Taylor, it's just, you have a number of songs out. I've been listening to them all weekend and I I love every single one of them, actually. Um, but you've been able to perform at events like CMA Fest and, and at the Grand Ole Opry. I mean, these are some big venues and you're opening some for some really big acts, too. So what inspired you to, to love country music? Just starting at the beginning, um, our family is really what got us into country music. Presley actually tells the story really well. Yeah. I mean, I have like the, I have the historical side of it, I guess if you want to say that, but for us, we had always just grown up around, we come from a really big Italian family and we grew up going to our grandparents' house every, every weekend for dinners. And uh, so when we were there, our dad is one of nine actually. And so all our aunts and uncles, everybody sings, everybody plays guitar. And that's just how we grew up. But what I learned actually from my dad is that our grandpa was in the Navy when he was really young and he was from Connecticut. And when he went to the Navy, he met a bunch of guys from down South. And so that's how he got introduced to country music. And then he brought it back up here to his family and then ultimately to us. And uh, so we grew up with that and our grandpa, our, our mom's mom, everybody, honestly, it's crazy. It comes on both sides um, of our family with country music. They all love it. That's how our parents met. Actually, our dad was in a band and our mom met him that way while he was out playing. And it's just something that's always been a part of our lives. And uh, when we had, actually, when we were here at Mercy, um, Taylor was 14, I think maybe like her freshman year. Freshman year. Um, and I was 16. We decided like, it was just so weird because we were so young, but we told our parents, we're like, we want to be singers and we want to do this as our career. And um, that's kind of when it started. And we were so supported by everyone here because we would be doing like radio interviews at like 6, 7 a.m. before school. And then we'd come to school. Some days we'd have to come in like a half day because we'd be traveling from a show or whatever. And uh, I feel like a lot of the teachers knew what was going on, but we didn't really talk about it that much with the students. But um, everybody started to realize, they're like, what are you guys doing? And we're like, well, <laughs> I don't know yet. Yeah, yeah we're figuring it out. <laughs> figuring it out. 
Yeah. So, I mean, you were, you were kind of starting this career while you were at school, but, but right. When I've talked to um, some faculty who, who knew you here, it wasn't really known that that's what you were working on. So, so what were some of your favorite experiences here at Mercy? Oh gosh, there are so many, but definitely it was cool. We actually met the chamber choir today and we were both in chamber choir and we were both in choir here And that was definitely like probably one of the favorite parts of our day when we were here because we got to sing. And like you said, um, you know, it it probably wasn't known because we were so young and we were kind of just figuring out Mm -hmm. exactly what we wanted to do, exactly who we wanted to be. But looking back on it now, hindsight 2020, we were pretty much like in training for what we're doing now. And we didn't even realize it, but we we were just preparing. It was, um, and we were so young too, like thinking about it. I mean, our confidence level now compared to what it was when we were in high school is just so different. I remember I didn't want people to know what we were doing because I didn't want anyone to ask us to sing. Like that yeah. was my big thing. I was like, I don't want anyone to ask us to sing. And now it's um, like, now so, it's totally different. I'm like, yeah, yeah, we'll sing, you know? But um, I remember I tried out for chamber choir. I actually didn't try out for a choir until my junior year. Um, because I was afraid to sing in front of anyone. And for the audition, you had to go in and sing um, for Mr. Link. He used to be the choir teacher here. And uh, you had to go in by yourself and sing for him. And I was terrified. And I went and tried out. And I remember the day that the like acceptance came out where he like Mm -hmm. posted a list on the door of who got in. And um, I was sick that day. So I like called Taylor and I was like, Taylor, can you go look? Like, I'm so scared. Can you go see if I made it? And I made it. And um, I just love that. It really, it was the start for me of building my confidence yep. um, yeah. and, and becoming a, a singer and an entertainer. So you released your first EP, which was called All Kinds of Beautiful way back in 2012. So what is it like doing something like that? I mean, just to talk about some of your feelings about that first really big accomplishment. It's so fun to look back on this because like all kinds of beautiful, like yes. literally the start of it all. And that really started, we begged our parents, Presley actually begged, begged them. I was yeah. kind of just like, yeah, whatever. What, she just did everything I but told her to I just do. wanted to do whatever <laughs> Presley was doing. She's like my best friend yeah. and I look up to her so much. So yeah. whatever she was doing, I wanted to do. But um, she asked them, begged them to go into the recording studio just for fun to like record a couple songs and we went in and we picked, you know, two songs and uh, they were actually written by people in Nashville. They weren't released yet, but there were two songs that we really loved. And, and we went in, we sang them and then we just kept going back until this like EP came about and, um, and the song, the title track, all kinds of beautiful was on it. Um, but it's just so funny because looking back, comparing then to where we are now, it's yep. like, the music just like kind of tells like the whole journey. And we were really just learning what we love, what we like, what our music wants, like should sound like what we sound like. And yeah. So it's fun to reflect back on like all kinds of beautiful and, and that kind of thing. We were, we were just babies and yeah. having fun and, and it came out, it came out great. Yes. I'm, yeah. I'm proud of it. Yeah. I kind of don't yeah. like to listen to it. But um, it's nice to reflect on. <laughs> it's funny too, because like Taylor said, I think being at the age that we were at, we were thrown into a world of adults, you know, being children and being put into the music industry like that. And so we had quickly had to realize like, okay, you have to like talk to people and you have to be outgoing and you have to, you know, learn quickly um, what to do. And I think even 
the aspect of going into the studio and recording things or performing, like it was such a learning curve. It was such a skill that we had to learn. It wasn't something Mm -hmm. that was natural. natural. Um, It definitely wasn't. Yeah. Like people who are like, Oh, oh, I've been on stage sing. since I was five and I love it. It's like, sure, I, I, I was on stage when I was five too. <laughs> yeah, me great. too. But, <laughs> but when you get into that age where, especially in high school, oh, is you're like, still like vulnerable yeah. and, and like mm-hmm. insecure anyway. But honestly, like Mercy was such a safe place. Mm-hmm. So I feel like when we went to Nashville or when we were out talking to radio and like all these things, it was almost like two different, we were able to like kind of be two different people. Yeah. We which was be nice. really outgoing yeah. and then come here and, and we were quiet. And quiet yeah. And <laughs> yeah. Like not talk. And yeah. yeah. And, and that's, but it's, it's best of both worlds. I do. That's yeah. So nice. That's so nice. Now you have a song called my hometown, which I think you wrote and how nice to be able to write. And it's a beautiful song. And so it must just be nice too, to come back and visit the Northeast. I know Nashville is your home now, but it must be nice to come back to this area of Connecticut and, and see it. And because it has such a special meaning for you. Yeah. I mean, our, we're from Middlefield and, Mm -hmm. um, our mom and our uncle, they were born and raised in Middlefield. We were born and raised in Middlefield. So we've been here our whole lives. Um, so transitioning from here to living in Nashville was a big transition and it took many years. Um, we went went back and forth for about eight years. Um, and then we've been living there now for three and I still like, I'm such a new England girl. Like I, I definitely think like people are like, it's so different. I didn't believe like how different it actually was until I'm like there. And I'm like, it's so different from home, you know, (laughs) it's so different. And, uh, it's funny, but I, I love coming home. I love, you know, now we have basically friends and family down there that mm-hmm. when we get to like the guys in our band that are up here with us today, we get to bring them here and show them something that they've yeah, never and show seen. them like our home. And yeah. like, we love Connecticut. We yeah. love coming so back special. home and yeah, it's really special. And we were talking about it the last time we came here yeah. um, in July, I think mm-hmm. we were here for a show and um, we were talking about it. We're like, Oh no. Like it was the first time we felt like, Oh, we're going back home to like Nashville yeah. and now we're visiting our home. Yeah. yeah. It's so weird. Cause it's I so think crazy. both of us never thought we would like leave, leave middle field. Yeah. And you know, so it's a, but then we thing. just did it. I don't know. I don't even know how, Yeah, but I don't know what, I don't know how it happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. So you're, you're writing your own songs now you're, mm-hmm. you're starting to tour and then this pandemic happens. So how do you navigate a growing career when you can't tour? Yeah. You know, (laughs) that's a great question. Yeah. I mean, we pretty much thrived on playing shows every year. It was one of our biggest ways to grow in that area. And whether it was reaching new people or our performance, growing our performance. But when the pandemic hit, when we saw all those shows get canceled, we were like, wow, what do we do? And really in the whole Nashville community, mm-hmm. it, it knocked a lot of people, a lot of people went home. A lot of people couldn't stay and it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking because it's already chasing this dream and following this career is like already hard enough, enough. A challenge. Yeah. And it's so challenging. Um, so when that happened, we spent about two months doing absolutely nothing. And we were like, what's happening. We don't even know, but, um, <laughs> I think everybody did everybody that. Did. <laughs> yeah. I think everybody paused for like two months. And then um, we said to each other, we're like, okay, you know what? We, we've been wanting to focus online more and we haven't been able to because we've been on the road and we wanted so to grow our fan base online. So we came up with a game plan that Presley and I came up with it and we committed to each other and we said, okay, we're going to do this. And we really put all of our time and our energy into growing our socials and 
it actually has been the biggest blessing in disguise. It led us to our first record deal. It led us to where we are now, where we're just reaching so many more people. And it's really, really wonderful. Yeah. So honestly, like all things work for good, even the craziest things like the pandemic, you know, whoever thought that would happen, but, um, but a lot of good actually came out of it. Now, I mean, I mentioned before you've performed at CMA Fest and the Grand Old Opry at all these different venues. And I know you're going to be performing at so many, you know, in the future, but what's one of your favorite performance experiences so far? Um, I think you mentioned two of them. CMA Fest is always just crazy it's fun, and fun <laughs> yeah. to play because um, there's just so many people and yep. it's incredible. And they, they actually canceled it since I know. 2020, yeah. but, but hopefully it'll come back. And the Grand Ole Opry was definitely an unforgettable experience. We had um, a mentor and a friend, Pam Tillis. We had recorded a song with her and we had been um, spending time with her. She was styling us. She was like taking us shopping and stuff. So, um, but she invited us to sing that song with her on the Opry one night to a sold out crowd. And we were like totally bit by the bug. I think that was probably the biggest turning point for us. We were like, okay, we're going to do this. Like (laughs) we love this. But those are probably two of my favorites. And then I would say like whenever we get to come home and yeah. like see just people who keep returning to our yeah. shows and seeing mm-hmm. us every time, like, and to see all like our friends and family and have them see how we're growing yeah. and what we're doing. I think that's my favorite. Just like anytime we play at home. <laughs> the two of you, it's just, it's such a pleasure to talk with you. Um, and you just, you seem so grounded. So your faith must play a large part in all of this. It does. Yeah. And I think honestly, we have mercy and our family to thank for that. Um, Like I said before, being kind of thrown into an adult world as children, our parents were extremely cautious about who was around us Mm -hmm. and who was supporting us and everything. And uh, we were obviously very blessed to have our parents, you know, be so hands-on with us and everything that we do even now. I'm 24 years old and they still do everything for me. (laughs) But um. Yeah. I mean, I think we're nothing without God. So if you don't have that foundation or you don't grow to that foundation, I think a lot, for a lot of people, it might not be, you know, something you have at a young age, but you seek it, you know, you have to seek God, you have to seek your faith. And, um, I think that's something that I know I've done. I know my sister's done. I, uh, and I can say without a doubt that started for me at mercy, um, freshman year theology class with Mrs. Malafronte was honestly really um, life-changing for me personally. It really helped me realize that a relationship with God is number one, you know, yep. it's, and every woman, every girl needs it. And that really started that year for me. And it has kept us in such a good place yeah. that mercy, like helped us do that and taught us that because even just like the people that are around us now that randomly come into our lives Mm -hmm. are such incredible God-fearing people that are good people. And, um, we have, you know, God to thank for that, for, you know, protecting us and bringing good people to us. And it really did all start at mercy. And I'm not just saying that it really did start for me here. For sure. That's beautiful. And it's just, we hear that from a lot of people, but to hear it, you know, just to hear it again from you is, is really special. I mean, it definitely means a lot. And I know you've mentioned your parents so much too. I want to, also mentioned that your mom is also a Mercy grad. <laughs> she is. Yes. She went to Mercy. And when I was a kid, all I wanted to be was just like my mom. So that, of course, as soon as high school, 
the choices came in because we went to IDS in Middlefield and at IDS, they give you a lot of different choices for high school. And I was like, the one that was like, I'm going to Mercy. I don't care about any of you other people. (laughs) Like I'm going to Mercy. Mercy's it. Yeah. Yeah. And then she wanted to be just like my mom and I wanted to be just like her. So I was like, okay. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, I can't um, let you leave without singing a song. Yeah. Yes. Uh, let's, let's see if our friend is here. Alex I think he's here. Okay, perfect. This is Alex. Hello, Alex. Hey. He didn't go to Mercy, but... Um, <laughs> it's okay. We won't hold you? it against you. Yeah, okay, we I'm won't great. hold it against you. <laughs> um, we're going we're gonna to do a song. What song do you want to do? Um, I'm going to do Everybody See This, maybe? You want to do that? Do yeah. Like that? I love that song. <laughs> okay. Ready? Okay. You walk into the crowd, your eyes meet up with mine. We get to hanging out like it's any other night. Just shooting conversation like we always do. Whenever it's time we're wasted, you notice it too. Girls don't come up to you, guys don't come up to me. Yeah, they could. Yeah. 
That was amazing. I love that new song. Thank you, <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> oh, dude, that puts me in such a good mood. And I guess we're going to have to wrap up the podcast now because Presley and Taylor are actually giving a concert to our students right now, uh, which is going to be such a fun memory for them and such a wonderful experience. And I know we're going to bring the chamber choir up on stage with you for that last song, which is going to be great. We can all sing the circle of mercy together. Um, Presley and Taylor, thank you so much for just spending your time with us and just your thoughts and sharing your love for mercy. Uh, It's really just, it's been such a pleasure to get to know you. And I hope that all the listeners uh, today are having a great day and have enjoyed this podcast. Have a great day. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Tiger Talk podcast. Listen to the latest episodes at mercyhigh.com or subscribe to get the latest podcasts delivered to your device either at iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or Spotify.